Yo, you're listening to This Is Why We Can't Get Along, the podcast. Sometimes I'm the best and he's the worst and vice versa. See what we're doing and debating about this week. Thanks for listening. What it do, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to a brand new episode of This Is Why We Can't Get Along. I'm Daniel King. I'm here with my sister, Brianna King. Bree, how the hell are you doing today? I'm okay. I am exhausted, but I'm also embarrassed. Why are you embarrassed? I'm embarrassed because I had a really weird situation on the way over here, actually. In what way? So I like to blast the Hamilton soundtrack when I'm in my car and pretend I'm putting on a one-woman production. Who doesn't? And, of course, I get to the stoplight and somebody somebody looks over and I see this person looking at me. And not only are they looking at me, (laughs) they are cackling at me. Like, cackling. And I was like, uh. You know, and usually I like to dance and blast my music in the car, get in my own little world. But this time I was, like, mad embarrassed because it's like they saw me putting on this hardcore Hamilton production by myself. And I was just like, I'm just going to look at my phone until the light <laughs> turns green. <laughs> Bro, you got to roll with that. I've had that happen multiple times, mostly to Tupac. You just got to roll with it. As soon as Normally. they start staring, you got to just, you got to keep it going. If you start going, oh, I'm kind of embarrassed. That's when they start laughing more. You got to say, no, I have confidence in this. I'm killing this shit right now and just go for it. You Normally I do that, but I don't know why. I was just like mad embarrassed. So was I just, it just like Hamilton? turned the music. Was it just the Hamilton soundtrack where you're like, your, your your arms are in the air and waving them like you just don't care. Literally, okay. And like, so they're just looking at you doing this and they're I going, what the hell's rapping, wrong with her? Um, um, what was it? Right Hand, right Hand Man. Man. Yeah. I was rapping Right Hand Man and I mean, I didn't miss a single word, a single beat. I was like, you I mean, it was just- You turned into Twister? You said what happened? You turned into Twister? I mean, low key, yeah. Because it was at the part, I was at the part like right after they introduced um, George Washington and I was like, yeah, you know, especially I get like so high when I go like, here comes, comes the general. general. I get so hyped, but I'm like doing everything. But I'm also just like, I'm also doing like, here comes the general. And then I'm doing like the Aaron Burr part too. Uh-huh. So I'm just like going back. And then I'm like really feeling it when um George Washington tar- starts to rap. And then as soon as that happens, I look over, I see this dude and he is like cackling. I mean, I'm like, I'm embarrassed. Again, we got to keep up the confidence, (laughs) Bree. Speaking of confidence, one of the things I'm confident about is that we decided to change our format for the show, try to make it a little bit more concise and easier listening. We took it. We took advice from mom who said people don't listen to hour and a half long. Which is so false. I can't tell you how many podcasts I've listened to. Although if it goes past two hours, I'm like, bro, y'all talking too much. Well, I see, I like listening to podcasts that are that long, mostly because I'm usually doing something. I'm either at work and I listen to it. I'm at work for eight hours, right? So mm. two hours go by with one podcast. I just kill two hours. Not really think like focusing on my work, but not really thinking about it. Mm. Or if I'm at the gym, I'm usually there for two hours. So what do I do? You turn on a, a podcast for an hour and a half. The final 30 minutes are just uh, music and you blow through a two hour workout. I can't really do think that. About it. Oh, I do it all the time. I like, I've always been the person I like to hear someone talking. Mm. That's part of the reason why I sleep with the TV on. That's the reason why I work with the, I don't work with music. I work with, with the radio mm. so I can always have someone talking. 
especially if I don't want to hear my my uh, coworkers talking. But my office is really oh, wow. my my office is really quiet, so yeah. I need something to fill that noise because I've always been the type of person, especially like when I was in school and we would be working in the um we'd be working in the studio and it was be dead quiet at times. I needed to hear something. Right. I can't work inside. It drives me nuts. Like right now I we're can't. sitting, we're trying to sit in a silent room only because we're recording. But even then I'm like, I need some noise to fill in that void. I don't like silence because then my mind gets to wander. And next thing you know, I start right. saying that America needs a dueling system and things like that. So, Which guys, I apologize for wasting way too much time on last week's episode about that. It's fine. The people will forgive it. We're doing a better episode this week. So one of the positives of us changing the format for the show is, we decided that we wanted as two young black people, well, one who feels young, the other one who projects 86. <laughs> well, you said 68, but I think 86 is more accurate. I'm really not. Okay, yeah, I am. You, you're, I you're, am. Uh, I'm getting up there in, in mental age. Exactly. So we, as I legit two, had it started a conversation with these kids earlier. Oh my God. So as two proud black people, we decided that we're going to start off every episode of this podcast with a segment we like to call Black in the News. Black in the News projects positive black stories that are in the news. And so the first story we're going to get to, Brie, is Rock Nation is partnering with Long Island University. based oh, in that's Bro- what that is. Yes, LIU, based in Brooklyn. And they're opening up a school called the Rock Nation School of Music, Sports, and Entertainment. Oh. And so what it's aimed to do is providing students with stu- a course of learning and music management, mm-hmm. sports management, music production, and it's sort of trying to get their foot in the door of the New York entertainment scene and take advantage of the fact that you're a school based in Brooklyn. You're going to have students from New York and the greater tri-state area take advantage of your your location. And what I love, mm-hmm. the thing I love most about it, though, too, and I'll get your thoughts on this, is the fact that the school is going to start taking uh, enrolling students in 2021 or fall of next year, 2021. And 25% of those incoming freshmen, Brie, will receive what they call the Rock Nation Hope Scholarship, which will mm. allow at least 25% of the student body of that of the school to go through college without collecting any debt. As two people, <laughs> ex- exactly, as two people who have st- debt over our heads, that would be very right. nice. How about that? So just first thoughts and just the basics of what I just told you. What do you think? Oof, I'm, I'm stuck on the whole no debt thing. God bless him oh, for it's, that. Oh, it's a, that's the first thing that popped into my mind. Slide some, slide some money our way, Beyonce and Jay-Z. That would well, be great. Well, it's a little past our time. I mean, we can still use the money. Don't get me wrong. Like, they want to slide it our way. Shoot, I can enroll right now. <laughs> Pretend I know how to play hey, an instrument. Maybe they have a master's degree. Exactly. There you go. See? You, there I go. There I go. You can go live in New York, and my mom and dad can go visit you, and I won't step foot. That would be great because I also have a friend in New exactly, York Exactly, perfect. So. It'll work out for everybody and you won't, you'll be able mm-hmm. to get your master's. And you'll say, exactly. Jay-Z did this for me, right? But what I love about it the most... I'll be like president of the Beehive after Oh my that, God, go so. away. What I, this is Jay-Z's <laughs> thing, Brie, not Beyonce's. Well, I'll be president of the J-Hive or whatever <laughs> the answer <laughs> called. But what I love most about it, Brie, is like, you know how there's this perception in the black community of the crap mentality mm-hmm. where... People get pulled mm. back. And what I, I love yeah. about the fact that at least Jay-Z in his older age and some of the business ventures he's a part of, it's a lot about saying, here's how I did it. Here's the game I'm trying to give you. And then presenting that same, the, that game back to people so they can take advantage of some of the opportunities that he can now afford to give people. So having mm. the school, for example, is a great idea because you're investing in the very product that made you famous. You, right. you got your start through music, well, drug dealing, but you got your start through music. You didn't have to shame him like that. I didn't like mean that. to shame him, I just thought about it quickly. 
it's you got your start through music, then you grew into all these other ventures, and, and mm. now Rock Nation being a sports, a, having a sports agency arm as well, that gives access mm. that hopefully will give access to students to like the Knicks. I don't know why they want that, but okay, you have access to the Nets who are right there in Brooklyn. You have the Yankees mm. and all these different sports teams. So, so if you're into sports management, that'd be a great opportunity to sort of get your foot in the door working with a, a well-respected company like Rock Nation. So I'm right. so I'm so excited for the students that are going to be able to take advantage of that. So if anyone's listening and is interested in that, just make sure you visit LIU's website, Long Island University. Make sure you apply to that and start and take advantage of the opportunity that Rock Nation and Long Island University are are providing to students. Get that exactly. money. Next story, Bree. What are we? T- what are All we talking right. about now? All right. So we are going to be talking about how the billion dollar winning earning Zoe Saldana. I actually don't know if she's worth a billion dollars, but she is in two billion dollar movies. Yeah, I, Highest grossing movies yeah, of all I time. Say, I don't think. Well, she's one of those. She's not in it long. Like she's. What? Oh, and um, Endgame, Endgame? she's not in it a lot. Yeah, she doesn't show up till like almost. Yeah, in game she's not in it. I don't think she's she's barely in it in Endgame. Now that I think about it, and she's kind. She's I think she did she make it like halfway through Infinity War. Yeah, no, I was actually well, she's in those, but I was also talking about Endgame and um. Oh, Avatar. oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about Avatar. I don't know. I completely about forgot Avatar. about Avatar, honestly, because they're making four sequels to that, and I don't know why. But whatever. I think we talked we about did. that last week. I don't want to go don't. back into it we again. I just, there. I still don't understand why there's four. One, I get. I get if you want to make Avatar two, but four, I don't get. But back to the point. We're talking about Zoe. Okay. Um. Anything. Anyway. Um. About Zoe Saldana. So she has come out and said that she actually regrets um playing Nina Simone. And if you guys remember a few years ago, there was a Nina Simone biopic. Never knew that, by the way. Starring um, Zoe Saldana. And it when came, did it come out? I don't even know if that was theatrically released. Ooh, wait. It was supposed to be. I'm not sure if it actually was, though, because I don't remember ever seeing it. I don't ever remember hearing about it at all. You would think you would have seen the trailer yeah. for it. No, there was a trailer for it, and people dragged. She had to use what prosthetics dragged. and all that stuff to make herself yeah, look like Nina. Yeah, she had to use. She, um, if you got like you guys can look up who or what um, Nina Simone is or looks like. Sorry, you guys can look up what Nina Simone looked like, and then you can also look up what Zoe Saldana looks like if you don't already know. And they look vastly different. They're yes, they're both black women. Zoe Saldana's but, a more fair skin and a slighter build than what Nina Simone was, right? Yeah. Um, and because of that, they had to use and Zoe doesn't have blackface yeah, borderline. And Zoe doesn't necessarily have what's we considered a Negro nose, air quotes on Negro nose. Yeah, and um they had to use a prosthetic nose. They also had to use prosthetic teeth. I don't really understand that, but it, I guess it's just like her teeth are okay. different. I don't know. I really don't know. They did the same thing with um Rami Malek and Bohemian well, Rhapsody. That, but, that's but, his. but your boy Freddie Mercury dis- did have very I mean, distinctive teeth. He was well teeth. known for being a great singer and having those chompers. Like fair, but that's not the point. I mean, there's here. probably two people I think when I think of them, I also think of their teeth, and that's George Washington and Freddie Mercury. Ooh, I'm just okay. saying those are when you think about their teeth and you hear the stories about their teeth, it's those two I think of. But there's well, a huge we, difference in those stories. Before we even go into let's that, let's not get sidetracked. How, who is Nina Simone? For those who don't know, me included. Okay, so for the uncultured, I'm not twine, uncultured. I'm I just don't know. <laughs> See, this is the I'm problem. Kidding, People kidding. try to make it seem stupid because you don't know something and then don't tell you. Tell me who she is. I was about to. I was joking, but if you get out your feet, I'm going to stay. I, listen, I listened to Drake today. I'm going to stay in my feelings. 
Oh, God. Why did you go, go there? Who's Nina Simone, Breach? Let's get to the point. Nina Simone is an actual, was one of the most well-renowned jazz singers of her time. Um, what made her special is, okay, well, let me just back up a little bit. Some songs you might know of her um, would include Young, Gifted, and Black, which is also one of her albums. Um, I Put a Spell on You, Four Women, which was sampled for Jay-Z's... Um, I don't know. It's just, you just keep going. Just keep... Like Light Negro, Dark oh, Negro. Um, you know Story what I mean? of OJ, that's what it is. Story thank of you, OJ. Thank you. Story of OJ. Um, so, he, yeah, he sampled Four Women by Nina Simone and actually had like a little cameo Wait, thing White in her video. Her, or light, light Negro, light, Dark Negro? Light Yes, I'm censoring oh, myself. I was like, that's not the lyrics of that song. I know it's not. That's why I'm censoring <laughs> okay, myself. go back to it. <laughs> sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Um, but she, yeah, she has plenty of songs. And a lot of her songs um, revolved around the black experience and um, were made to uplift the black community, especially in an era where she, when she was at her height in her career. Um, what time is was, that, by the way? Um, 1960s. This was simultaneous with the uh, civil rights movement and the black power movement. And she started off her career, you know, like a lot of jazz and R&B singers at the time wearing mm-hmm. the wigs and, you know, trying to appeal the to white wider audiences. But um, during the height of the civil rights movement and definitely at the start of the black power movement in the late 60s and early 70s, um, that's when she started wearing more Afro. She started wearing more Afrocentric uh, clothing and like attire. Like she let her hair and... be natural or she was wearing a wig? Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. No, she let her hair be natural. Sorry, um, you said she put a, started wearing more wigs and I thought, or not wigs, but Afros. I thought you were wearing a wig. Sorry. Keep... No, 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 no. Sorry, I'm sorry. I, I just, that just caught my ear. Yeah, and she had a lot of, and her music started appealing more and she started writing music more appealing to black audiences and having, um, you know, more of a black band behind her and even took a couple of pilgrimages to Africa. So um, she's very well respected by the black community, especially at that time, but definitely still now and is regarded as a well-respected ancestor. So for those, I'm just saying that for those who didn't understand or didn't know, that's who she is. That's who she is. Um, if you want more details about her, um, look up What Happened, Miss Simone on Netflix. That's a documentary about her. Really fascinating, really detailed. And um, yeah, I just loved it. I learned a lot more about her and really grew to appreciate her music as a result. And so the issue herein lies is that um, because she was so influential to black people and the fact that they had to do all of these things to make um, Zoe Saldana looked like her. It felt like a huge slap, especially in the face. to someone you know, who was so proudly choosing. black and proud of her black features. Yes, yes, and especially she, Nina. I mean, um, was putting black people. I don't want to say on a pedestal, but like doing so much to uplift black people, and especially looking at the way that she did because she is a dark skin. She was a dark skin, um, darker than dad? black woman, and like was she midnight or purple? I'm just asking the question. I'm trying to get it. I'm because I can't look up a picture of her right immediately right now. So I'm trying to get an idea because I think Dad's more like midnight. I would say kind of in the middle of okay. midnight and purple. So, wow. <laughs> so she's like a deep sea blue, is what you're saying. I'm not going engaging anyway, my tomfoolery. Um, All right, no, we're not talking about this prolific black foolery? woman okay. and engaging. Yes, this, we're not doing that. Mouth. I can do what I want. 
She sang anyway. her heart out so I could be ridiculous, Ray. She didn't, but anyway. <laughs> um, but she was a dark-skinned black woman in an era where, I mean, honestly, you could say that that's still, to this day, not very well-respected. Darker-skinned people in general, but definitely dark-skinned black women aren't well-respected and definitely aren't lifted in a high regard in pop culture. So for her at that time, especially to have that platform and to um, really want to uplift black people through her music, that was really saying something. So for a lot of people, it felt like a slap in the face to have a person who didn't always stand in her blackness to say that, oh, to just suddenly play that character or play this woman who was so prolific and so pro black. did say that while she does regret playing her, she hopes that someone more more in line with Nina Simone, her values, all that stuff, gets a chance to play her. And hopefully it'll be a movie that actually gets, we'll talk about theaters later in the episode, but hopefully it'll be a movie that gets released that people right. even know that exists. Because I didn't even know this existed. Michaela. Michaela Coel. Who's that? Michaela Coel is a UK actress. Um, she was on the Netflix. She wrote and stars in the um Netflix show Chewing Gum, and there's another one on Netflix. Her current show is on HBO called I forgot what it's called. Um, but yeah, Michaela Coel. If you look up pictures of her they and Nina Simone, like spinning images, they look very right. much alike, like scarily alike, and. I really enjoy uh, Michaela Coel. She is hilarious in chewing gum, and I've liked her in everything that I've seen her in. And she can also sing, which and I think is probably going to be important. And, when you're going to try to tell that story. Yeah, and um, she she's just I, I just love her. I feel like she if she were popular at the time they made this Nina Simone biopic, I feel like she would have been the absolute best choice for that. Looks like her sings multi-talented not to say that zoe saldana is but she, even she has mentioned that yeah. she regrets it maybe if so. people push forward um, i think yeah she, there's a okay so people if they have been. to push forward hopefully she'll get her just due because she's she sounds like an interesting person to at least to have a movie about so i think it'll be something i think it'll be very interesting to sort of see that get off the ground and actually go see a movie that similar to what hamilton did for me where you ah. see something in a different medium other than reading about someone and you go, oh, I want to learn mm. more. So maybe, so maybe that's yeah. what a movie will do for me. Well, I'll see it and I'll go, wow, I didn't know. She, I know, I know. You say she's so interesting, but it's like once you see it, it's it's sort of always one of those things of don't believe me, just watch sort of things. Where it's like as soon as you see it, you're gonna believe it immediately. Someone can say it, but once you see it, that's when it goes off. So I'm hoping for fans of hers and for people who don't know her but are interested to know. Hopefully, this movie does get made so that someone can give her her just due. Right. But I, that's kind of why I mentioned the What Happened Miss Simone documentary. I feel like that's where that comes in. And um, side note, Michaela Coel's show that's on HBO now is called I May Destroy You, in case anybody okay, wants perfect. to check that out. So the next segment we want to get into, as, so, as me, a person who loves anime, has been loving anime for years, and Brie, who's just now getting into it, or not just getting into it, but you're starting to be more active. Exactly, back be into it. more proactively into anime. There's a, there was a funny news story, Bray, that I don't know if you read the article about it, but it no. was... No, enlighten, enlighten me but it was and funny. the folks. Did you know, Bray, that Dragon Ball Z, the pinnacle of shonen anime, is not, is, no, it's the pinnacle. Every, most, okay. most shows okay, are based off of Dragon true. Ball Z now. Dragon Ball yeah, Z, the pinnacle true. of shonen anime, Bray, is pornographic. At least according to a congressional candidate in Florida, of course, Florida... <laughs> 
Of course, Florida. Florida. Yes, Marie. Okay. Of course, Florida. So keep. So if you're from okay. Florida and you listen to this, keep that in mind that this is a congressional candidate. And we're not dragging y'all state. Oh, we will. Yet, trust so, me. Love um, Florida, but we will get to you guys. So K.W. Miller is the man's name, right? He said they are now. First off, who are they? I need to know who they is. They is. They is. Wow, your mother would be oh, she, so proud. She would of you. love me for saying they is. Irregardless, last week, they they is is this week. They be saying, Brie. (laughs) They are now, he said, K.W. Miller said, they are now introducing a great deal of anime porn into the internet matrix. Dragon Ball Z is one of the worst issues here. (laughs) Hold on, it gets better. (laughs) They are sexualizing cartoon characters to push a... (laughs) 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 They're... they're, They are sexualizing cartoon characters to push a depraved agenda on our kids. What's next? Where will it end? Brie, I have a question. Yo, there is so much you have not seen if you can't handle okay, Dragon Ball Z. Right. So first thing is, I, I even talked to mom about this. I said, first off, I don't think K.W. Miller has seen Dragon Ball Z because he At may all. be confused. Now, I'll, to give him the benefit of doubt, he may have been confusing Dragon Ball Z with Dragon Ball, which was more known for those fan servicey moments of, there's the famous mm. one of Goku, Goku, sorry, oh, God, screwed that up. Goku using, um, oh, what is that? What is his pole called? He has a pole his that he pole? uses in Dragon Ball. I forgot that. Oh, my God. I really you should, should know, know it, more than I, I do. don't off the top of my head right now. Point is, I he don't uses, either. We'll call it a staff instead of a pole. He uses his staff to lift up Bulma's skirt. Bulma's always trying to find a boyfriend in that particular, in that particular part of Dragon Ball's history. But that's that brings up an what? interesting question, though. So, would you say that Dragon Ball Z is more universally very known much? Than so, Dragon I think Ball? most people's introductions in the into anime, especially if you're Dragon someone Ball Z, right? that's our age in their late twenties, you're, you're about to be there. 20s. Don't hate. You're already eighty six in the head. Point is, for people <laughs> in late in their late twenties, you probably or in, even in the early thirties. You probably got introduced to anime through Toonami and that yeah. time block where you get Yeah, in, that's true. Where you come. That's true. And it's always like Dragon Ball Cowboy Z Bebop or, or Cowboy Bebop. I, I don't um, think Pokemon Bleach. was on. I don't think I don't think Bleach was no. after that. Naruto Shippuden for yes, a while was but on that. But that entire um, anime time Bleach, block is where you sort of yeah. get introduced to it. And the highest rating show for that time block for was Dragon Ball Z because everyone wants to see. Next week on Dragon Ball Z. No, everyone always wanted to, or next time, not next week, next time on Dragon Ball Z is what it is. They got introduced to it, right? But back to this guy, back to K.W. Miller, because I don't want to get, because I can talk about my love for Dragon Ball Z all all I want, but. He will spend the next three hours if you let him. So this man obscenely says, oh, it's pornographic. It makes, as I said, two questions I have. I've seen so much more. Oh my goodness! I've seen clips of Fire Force. No, what Do you is know that? what that is? Fire Force. Okay, it's by the same guy who created okay. Soul Eater. So I probably wouldn't like and... it. But go ahead. I'm not a big wow, fan of Soul okay. Eater. That's anyway. why. Again, Brie, I've watched so much more anime than you. You can throw it out, and I'll probably know it. I know, know you it. did. Okay. Um. But anyway, Fire Force okay. is relatively new. Um. It's on. It just started a season. Where can you two, find it? So... Just on the internet. I want to say Funimation. Okay. Maybe well, I have to activate my Crunchyroll. My Crunchyroll account again because I always get rid of it after like six months because I always end up watching way too much anime. Back to the point though. So it made me have the second question. I didn't no, because you got me point off. Of the second point is it makes me wonder how much hentai has he watched? Because that's where I was getting with um, Fire Force though because I haven't seen a full episode yet. 
But every time I see a clip of it, it's always with this one girl who will have these clothes on and then just magically her clothes just fall off. Like she'll just be walking, trip on something, and then all well, of her clothes here's rip the thing. off. I think there's a there's a difference between two those two things, Bree. There's a thing called there's obviously hentai, but then there's a thing called Ichi or Echi. I forgot how it's said, but that's more online of like the soft core stuff, right? So what you're probably describing is so unless there's penetration, that's probably the soft core stuff. I regret it. Oh no, we're no, because okay, I'm ahead. so curious about why you brought this up. Because again, who is they? The Japanese? Is that who the they are? What? Wait, the quote, what's the quote again? again? Is, they are now introducing a great deal of anime porn into the internet matrix. Who is they? I need more people. Who is they? It's the they. It's the same they that DJ Khaled was talking about for Who's, the oh, longest time. Oh, they don't want to see you shine? Oh, okay. Yeah, they, those are the same they, okay? This mysterious, this vague they are the same people. And the they, they, in my opinion, are probably the Illuminati. We're not doing that third eye shit on the podcast. I'm not doing it. I was listening to a song. <laughs> open your eye, brother. I don't want to open the WAP, I don't want to open my third eye. Boy, the WAP. The WAP? Yes. What? You know what the WAP what is. is that? Bri, you no, know what WAP is. No, I don't. You know what? What is it? No, we were just listening no, to WAP today. You know what WAP is. Point. Oh, the Willy dingling, yes. dangling, dingling, dingling. That you hit the back of the throat. Yes. No. That Nasty. you want to gag and choke. Yes, Bree. It's a great song. You just hating. So I don't even know what the point Whatever. was to, to this because you just went on the side about something. It's the, it's the <laughs> I guess my question. My, again, I think that this guy is watching hentai and he thinks Dragon Ball is hentai for some reason. Well, who knows? You yeah. may have seen that. I don't blame There's some characters. interesting hentai out there, Bree. Look it up. You'll have a fun time. I don't. I'm watch, sure I there's really people who watch to. anime that watch hentai too. Right here. I'm just saying. What? That's no. I just like to watch as close to wholesome anime. What as I wholesome can get, anime okay? are you watching that's good? My hero. That's it's that's Bree. pretty they wholesome. Punch the guy to death. Uh, what's his face? What was, what was the... You, we might as well just get into My Hero after this anyway, since we are, it's on the list. But, like, they yeah. punch people to death. They've... Who do they punch? They, who, who, who seriously, the character, I don't remember. You don't remember that one scene in season four? That was amazing. I forgot that Deku was fighting... I forgot the guy's name now. Deku was fighting someone and he had, like, a thousand fists hit the guy at once. Oh, Overhaul. Was no, it Overhaul? he didn't die? No, was his name no. Overhaul? You sure? Yes. Yes. Are you the talking about the villain main of the Yakuza villain? arc? Yes. Yeah, that was overhaul. He Wait, he, he didn't, didn't die. die. No, um, he lived. They were going to take him to jail. Oh, they, and then oh the yeah, League yeah, okay, of villains yes. caught him and they okay. just took his and quirk. That, Okay, now I'm sorry. I, I assumed he died because you know a thousand fist punches from someone that's using their max power. I thought that happens, but again, I guess I can't go full. The power of my hero, because that is the only place I, where that'll happen. So I guess the they can't anime. go full Dragon Ball, where in like the 90s, Dragon Ball was extremely violent? No, because they're trying, at least that. It amazes least, me that Dragon Ball can't be violent now. Did anyone actually die? Did anyone? I'm trying to think of like the manga, and I'm not going to spoil it, I, I promise. Um, it doesn't no, matter. Died I, if someone hasn't died yet, I just, just mm. I, I don't want to know. Shush, stop talking no, about the manga. Okay, so, I take it back. Bri, this was, it was I'm a heroic sure. way. So Not since we're talking about uh, My Hero, what was the, there was a story that you posted in our topic list that you want to talk about that I'm kind of confused about. Okay, so I have to explain it. I have to explain these two terms before I can even right. explain the story. So the first, I know what shipping, you know what is, shipping is, is. It doesn't matter. Just next thing. 
And then you yes. know what canon is. Right. Yes. Okay, so for those who don't, for those who don't, I was just making sure. Um, but for those who don't, shipping is when you take two, usually it's fictional characters, but sometimes it's real people, which I always found weird. But in this case, it's two fictional characters and you just want them to be in a relationship. Right. Um, and then canon is anything that exists within the world of the fictional story that you're talking about. Right. It's the, the rules of the story. And so what I found interesting about my hero academia is that there was this there were a bunch of fans, a bunch of shippers um, who want who went to the creator's. Um, social media pages and demanded ruthlessly demanded by the way because I read some of the comments they ruthlessly demanded yeah ruthlessly demanded the creator to make some of their favorite um, ships or some of their favorite couples um, be mostly all canon. gay couples oh was it all, all gay, gay couples I thought, there's all some names I couples. forgot so I wasn't sure if they were male or female or whatever so the two, if you don't know, I'm sorry if you don't know anything about my hero. You're fine. If you're hero, listening to this podcast and you know nothing about my hero. <laughs> just skip over just, this part we'll, if you're We'll not. get back to something else you probably know later. But so they have the couple characters, but, particularly yeah. Deku and um, Bakugo, Bakugo, which I've seen a lot then, of all the fan art of them being right, together. And then um, Bakugo That's and the, Kirishima the electric is the one? most popular. The, uh, wait. Oh, no. okay. Yes. Right, the sorry, hard sorry. one. Ooh, wow. No, no, it was that great was choice of words. Anyway. It was great choice. <laughs> no, it was not. Listen, no, someone has to pack not. a punch while you're hard. I really I'm hope we so get a record. I really that. hope we get I... dick pill sponsorship so I can. <laughs> so I can... Well, look up Blue Chew. Oh, that's it's a very popular, popular one. And that's who um, I was talking thing. about. Hopefully we get that ad so I can do segues into promos like this. Oh, I so regret no, you doing don't. this whole thing so, now. So they were being yes, roof. So basically these shippers were being ruthless and they were, and then people on the other side very, people very on the disrespectful. other side called them out saying, Listen, this is not your creation. Let the creator yes. do what he wants to do or she Yes. And they already there are some couples that he already like set up, which is like so obvious. Deku is not going to get with Bakugo. That is Maybe not going to he's probably to gonna get with All Might before he dies. I I what? I've always just seen that. He's still a child. Japan. I've watched so much anime, Bray. He is Bray. 15. Okay, that assumes that for one, All Might, first, no, that is not going to happen. But that assumes that All Might is going to live through the end of the series. And oh, I'm sure he's know not. for that's a fact saying, that's not going to happen. He's going to, the lasting image of All Might dying is going to be like, oh, it's all with you now. And then kiss. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, this is what happens it, when you watch Bray, too much I've literally kids. watched the um, show. You talk about always oh, too young. I've watched a show where a bunch of teenage where a teenage girl cut off the head of her boyfriend, stuffed him into a bowling ball bag, showed the head to the girl to the girlfriend he was cheating on her with, said, Hey, here's our guy. They freak out. She then cuts the girlfriend, the the new girlfriend. She cuts her belly open to say, Hey, you don't have a kid in there, and then kills her. And then she rides off into the sunset, Brie. And I'm sure there's someone who may be listening to who may listen to this and go, Oh, that's school days. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. School days. And she rides off. All no, right, so uh yes, you I'm are. not watching she, that. No, because they edit the <laughs> no, ending. I'm not. I looked it up uh last time we talked about this. They edit the ending so it's not as gruesome. Like the new ending, she just cuts her throat and she dies, and that's it. Like it's not as violent as as the original ending was. Bree, mind you, I woke up to this ending, by the way. We're getting know, off topic. I was trying to make the point that I've seen Stranger in anime. So them him kissing a 15 year old or whatever Deku is, it's not that weird. I've again. That's so. It sad. can be much worse, Bree. That's my point. 
Anyway, that's not going to happen. I highly doubt that's going to happen. And I really hope that isn't going to happen. But I mean, honestly, it's up for the creator to make all of these things happen. And I feel like I would be, if I were the creator, I would be more Just keep in mind, it's not your product. To, You're fans of a product, but it's yeah. not your product. I mean, well, there was also like controversy earlier in the year. About if not what? last year over, um, they didn't introduce, well, they did introduce the doctor that you see throughout the show. Not Recovery Girl, but a different doctor for the League of Sports. Very quiet. Online. Quiet. <laughs> Never mind. That's a that's a manga spoiler. Yeah, Never mind. <laughs> listen, I told you I don't read the manga. I only watch the anime because I prefer the pretty pictures to move. <laughs> Speaking of an- other Great anime, segue, though. Marie. So if you've been on the internet recently and you happen to be a fan of SpongeBob, you'll probably know that SpongeBob and the SpongeBob's anime has been trending over social media for the last and two been weeks. To talk about it. I was. I've been. A, I've been begging. Begging this fool to talk about it. I've been against it I just thought it was stupid. My, it is. My suspicions were confirmed. However. It is no, gloriously however, stupid. What I realized about it was, it was someone who took put a lot of time and effort to make something that I thought was visually stunning, was sort of anime accurate, which was also great. And, R- really? Definitely one of the sons yeah, of Dragon Ball Z. I thought Ball one Z. of the best parts about it was the voice acting. I thought that was flawless amazing but at the amazing. end of the day it's still spongebob and they're trying to make it into like this almost like a serious shonen serious. anime and i'm like it's still spongebob but it it's works so well it would work it works so well but, as a shonen no, anime what it though does is it shows that someone out there has a wealth of creativity i think the uh, animation was narmak i believe yeah shout out to him um he is amazingly talented i don't know if he animated this his, himself but um, he said that he had a team to do the um, soundtrack or the score for it. And then he also had a Japanese voice actor um, direct the voice acting. So I'm like, dude, like this was actually you could tell like this was a um, passion yes. project for him. And I just thought like and it kudos, shows man. in how well executed it is. It's just it's SpongeBob in anime form SpongeBob. and just feels stupid. It's the same reason why I was, when I was watching Batman in anime form. I love Batman. Like I like I I, I didn't know there, there was a Batman. I don't anime. love SpongeBob. Like I like like I love Batman because I have a tat have a Batman Missing tattoo, out. not a SpongeBob one. But what? Missing out on what? Missing out. I wa- SpongeBob. <laughs> I probably watched just as much SpongeBob as you. I just haven't I watched it. it on repeat like you have. But I've watched enough SpongeBob to know. Okay, I like the way uh, Narmak was able to create this uh, ep- this uh, anime. But it was still stupid because it was still SpongeBob. I mean, what I like was that he managed to take the phrase, what happened to F is for friends, and actually say, get someone to say that in a serious voice with a probably serious face. That is impressive. It's a a stupid (laughs) phrase, but it's a phrase that I think you can easily, as they showed in the anime, you can easily uh, flip it to being something that's... um, Serious, right? It's like, what have happened to this? Oh my god! But to Africa, what happened friends? to for friends? Oh, my god. oh, oh! Wait, why that, we, that reminds me. Why were you trying me? to have not fun? By work. the way, now I think about that's because that's what that is, right? Efforts for friends who do stuff together. Oh, fun! You is for you and me. You and is for you and, and me. And, and, and it's all. for anyway. Here and in the deep blue sea. Here in the deep blue. He was trying to get Plankton to be his friend. And friends. Oh, that's have fun right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's where the fun song came in. Again, I've seen enough SpongeBob. I hate that I know. I really, it's so bad at 25 years old. I know that episode so well that I can just quote it and reference it off the top of my head. 
I've seen it that it so many much. Times. I get that. It's just again, I'm. This is no shade towards Narmak and the people that went into making it. I admit it is beautiful. It is well done. It's. Okay, I've seen it five ridiculous. times. I've seen it twice. But calm down. It's not. I mean, it's <laughs> great, it's but it's great. not. It's 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 not. Let me watch it five times and just stare at it, going. <gasps> SpongeBob. I mean, I've seen it. I don't do like. <gasps> you should. That's Ball, that's the best like, way to watch anything. Great, just go. <gasps> Dragon wow. Ball. I mean, I do that okay, with that's... Hamilton still. I've seen it five. I've seen that. I know for I've a fact seen I've seen that five six times, times now. and I listened to the soundtrack start to finish about ten times. See, that's well, that's well done, and it's not stupid. SpongeBob, the SpongeBob anime was very well done. A lot of talent behind it. Premise still stupid. So it's glorious. So we're gonna take a quick break, doing. ladies and gentlemen. On that aside, and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Anchor. What's going on, guys? Sorry to interrupt, but I have a quick question for you. Have you been thinking about starting your own podcast? Well, stop thinking and start doing with the sponsor of this podcast, Anchor, a leading podcast hosting platform on the market. Anchor is a one-stop shop for all content creators looking to have their voices heard by the world. Anchor gives you the ability to record and edit podcasts right from your computer and your mobile device. Once you're ready to say hello, world, Anchor will distribute your podcast to platforms like Apple and Spotify. But let's be real. We all want to make money off the content we create, and Anchor helps match you with sponsor so you can start making that green. So start creating today by visiting anchor.fm or downloading the Anchor app on your mobile devices. Thanks to Anchor, we stopped thinking and started doing. Now back to the show. <laughs> Bree. I didn't know. Sorry. It's fine. We'll, we'll work on the timing of that. <laughs> I'll have to cut that out later. Um, so movies, Bree. What's happening in movies today? Nothing. And it hasn't been <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's not the way I meant you that. You did ask. You I did. didn't. I meant what is on the topic for us to talk about movie. I didn't mean why can't we go to movie theaters, Bri? That's not. Bri, <laughs> oh. just tell tell the people what's happening on Disney Plus, please. Disney Plus is working for the money that they're losing everywhere else. Um, Disney is losing a lot of money at their theme parks and other things. So they. I thought they opened Disney World up in Disneyland. Yeah, they're gonna have well, to close Disneyland that right back yet. down. <laughs> well, that's because you shouldn't have that many people trying to gather in one place. Huh. But which anyway. Is, which is why they decided to move Mulan. Something I'm a movie I'm very excited for, and I will probably pay the 30 bucks whenever that comes out. You you know what? It comes out September 6th. You do a full review about it and tell me because I refuse to pay that. That's that's fine. But you do get to own it though. That's the great part. Well, as long as you have a Disney Plus subscription, you get to own it. Mm. It's not like you pay 30 bucks and it's like Oh, here's a little side URL for you to keep watching it. Right. So that's part of the reason why I'm going to buy it is so that if I can watch it, I can do a review about it on the podcast. But I'm excited for it. But the bigger question I have is I like not the bigger question. The thing that I'm interested in is the fact that they chose Mulan to be that uh, podcast mm. uh, to be that uh, movie that they put on there mm. because they know it's a safe. It's a it's safe a somewhat firm. safe. I think it's a safe property, period. Because I think there's enough people who are interested in Mulan and love the movie, love the animated movie, and they see mm-hmm. the fact that this version of Mulan is not going to be the animated movie, mm. which that's part of the reason why I'm so excited about it, is the fact that it's not going to be, it's not just going to be another Lion King, another Cinderella, another... Um, Cinderella, the remake was a lot different than the original, from what I remember of the original. But it wasn't good. But it's, my point is, is that it's, I'm hoping that it's really something truly unique and different from the animated movie that makes it worth a $30 purchase. Well, I don't know if it'll actually be the um be worth the $30, but it is closer to the legend than it is to the Disney, the 98 Disney movie. Which if you know the legend, I think that's what makes it so that's why I'm so interested because I did read The Legend of Mulan how 
her how her life seemingly ended, depending on which version of the legend you. And there's several. Yes, because you know it. It happened years ago, and it mm. became legend. So as legends get passed down, they are, all the story, all the stories and little details of it always change. Right. But my thing is, do you think they do you think they do that more? That they start moving more of their movies to Disney Plus as mm. an add-on payment? They will move the safer bets onto Disney Plus as an add-on payment. So They're all, only doing this because it was you know, two hundred million dollars to make. That and the fact that um, it's there was a lot of controversy surrounding Mulan. Um, we, if you don't know what we're talking about, you can just go look it up. I don't know if we really have the time to go there this time, but um, yeah, there was more controversy surrounding it. So you know, there was no real guarantee that people would come out in droves to watch it. And then there are just people like me who are like, you've changed way too much and I want my Shang and you took out my Shang, so I'm not watching it. Wait, Shang's not in the movie? No, Shang nor Mulan. Um, not Mulan. Um, Shang. <laughs> I am about to say, <laughs> oh, here's a Mulan movie. Guess what? No Mulan. <laughs> I meant Mushu. Um, I'm fine with Mushu not being in it. Yeah, I think, but they took out Shang. Um, I, I'm just, I'm really disappointed. I, I love Shang. You know what? Because I'm open to something being different from the, the animated movies for once, I'm going to be okay with that, depending on how the movie's executed. Um, so I'm really excited for that. I wish they would do that with Black Widow, though. I really want them to- Put it on Disney Plus? I know they said, like in the article about that we were reading about Mulan, they said basically, hell no. Black Widow ain't going on Disney Plus. But I really wish they it would, honestly. I do too. Because that is, of all the Disney releases that they have this year, that was the one I was most excited for. Um, and I think I said this last week, but I am still, I firmly believe I was in that minority of people who genuinely wanted a Black Widow movie after the first Avengers. I never really, I never really did. I was always sort of. Never wanted I, a Black Widow movie? Yes. Ever? I, I it's not, I, could, I can't say ever. It's just Black Widow as a character has never interested me enough, both in the movies and in the comics, for me to go, man, if there has to be a female-led superhero movie, it has to be Black Widow first or anything mm. like that. I've never, I just never felt that. I love, as I love Scarlett Johansson, I just never felt that way internally, like she needs to have her own movie. In the sake of fairness, she did need to have her own movie, and I'm glad she has it now. I am just, there's so many things that, if we have the time, can I just have my mini rant, please? About what? About just the way I personally feel Black Widow was handled. Okay. Because I pers- I have always said this, ever since um, Captain Marvel was going to be a thing. Um, I've always felt this way ever since I heard about Black, I'm sorry, Captain Marvel becoming a movie. And especially with the placement and the release dates um of captain marvel i always felt like um black widow should have been introduced that black widow movie should have been released in between endgame and infinity war why Vice versa. because she was gonna die yes because it would have made i feel like having a black widow movie it in between made feel more yeah i mean and it's a character this is the pretty much the only female character that you have been following for the majority of the mcu timeline right and so, I mean, the only one, the only character who we've been following longer than Black Widow was Pepper, Pepper Potts. Yeah, but who really cares but about she, Pepper Potts? But as far as like the actual heroes go, she's the only one you've been following from the start. Hero. Stop. She keeps talking about the, what, red in her ledger? I, <laughs> I mean, fair. I mean, she's- Okay, li- well, she's more of an anti-hero. She's a literal murderer. <laughs> So, okay, like they didn't cap people too. Like you can't tell me in all the destruction that they've had in all the places they've been to. They 
Civil War was about how they kill people in Sokovia. Civil War was about Black Panther and then introducing Black Panther and Spider-Man. That's what that movie was for. I know it's because uh, okay, if it was Civil War, why is Captain America still alive? He needs to die. We're not talking. We're getting off topic. We are but what I was topic. saying about Black Widow is that I feel like it would have been more impactful to have her movie come out in between in- um, Infinity War and Endgame because she was going to be set up to die in Endgame. And then it would have been more impactful because she was the only one that you have been following out of all the Avengers. Would the it only still female. Be the, would it still be the backstory, though? Because you I don't know. Pro- you probably would have had to change the, what the well, movie was. Well, they actually said that I heard that the Black Widow movie was set after the events of Civil War. So, you know, why, why would you wait until that arc is already done to introduce something that you have or to set up the events of a story? That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying, fact, how, like that's what I'm wondering is I know there's interest in seeing a Black Widow movie because people have wanted to see it, mm. but I'm just going based off the story they're telling in the it or what we've heard what the story is going to be in that movie. It sort of goes, but what's the point now? That's and that's why I'm saying it should have been released in between, if not right after Civil War, to make it more like coherent with the timeline. Then at least in between Infinity War and Endgame because it would at least be consistent with the Infinity Saga but I don't timeline. Think, but I just, I feel like it would have been, in terms of trying to build momentum forward towards Infinity War and Endgame, that would, I think that would have felt like a step back, which is part of the reason why they didn't release it between then, between those two movies. But, because it, you wanted to keep that momentum flowing forward. But and, I don't know. I feel like the only reason why there was any sort of attention going towards I mean, outside of like it obviously being like a female led, the first MCU female led movie, I don't see why there was like the that's the only reason why there was hype around Captain Marvel was because it was in between Infinity War and Endgame. And she had like that little hype train at the end of the Infinity War uh, post credit scene. I feel like if there wasn't all that build up, if there wasn't that specific build up that in, that post credit, no one would have cared about her. Like the probably way they not. Sh- like the way they should. Now we can't. We're not. No, I'm not going to go on my diatribe about my hatred for Captain Marvel. Actually, I will say one thing about Captain Marvel. I was watching uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and I realized I if they had presented Brie Larson's version of Captain Marvel like she played in the Adams, I would have preferred <gasps> it so much more. Oh my gosh, Ad- I forgot she was in the Adams. <laughs> yes, she was only in the movie for probably about five, eight, maybe ten minutes at the most, but she stole the she stole her time on screen. And I think if you took that and made that her version of Captain Marvel, it would have been far more interesting. But Envy Adams wasn't very heroic. She was dating one of the evil exes. That's my point, Brie. Wow. I don't I don't think Captain Marvel's very heroic. I was had the thought after we talked about her last week that she should probably be a villain. Like I really Would think, she be more impactful as a villain? I think she'd be more impactful as a villain. I think she could be one of the top tier villains in Marvel. But they always want to push her as a hero though. Yes, yeah, like she was sort of the villain in Civil War Two in the Which comics. Which was a great storyline, by the way. Look at who it featured, Brie. I'm just saying. Look at who Miles it featured. Miles Morales was in it. Captain America was in it. I know, but look who. Look, think about Civil War. It was Iron Man, Captain America. Now look at Civil War Two. Iron Man, we love him now. Captain Marvel, who really cares? Yeah, like they also tried to. I don't know. Like if, if it was Miss in- Marvel, sure. I don't Kamala Khan, Brie. That's the way of the future. Well, they're actually talking about introducing her into the MCU. They better. They'll make any Captain Marvel related thing more interesting having her around. I agree. So I can agree with that. But we're moving on from that. Yes, we are. So what's the next thing, Brie? What else is in the news? You're telling me about some DC fandom events. Yes, the DC. Oh, I'm so excited. In case I haven't. 
I think I've mentioned it already today that I have a Batman tattoo on my right wrist. So I'm clearly, I make no secrets about which one I prefer. Now, I like both DC and Marvel, but if you check one of my storage cubbies over here, you're going to see a lot of Harley Quinn. You're going to see a lot of Batman. I love DC. So they're having a fandom event on August 22nd where they're going to sort of open it up to a fa- open up to a fan event um, virtually where they're going to talk about some of the movie releases they're having. They need to mention that they're probably going to do some teaser trailers, things like that. Some of the things that have gotten into production before everything went to shit. And so I'm really excited to see what their direction, like I'm the, the movie I'm really curious to see what direction they're going in is James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Because mm. I'm really curious to see how it's going to be similar to the first Suicide Squad movie and how it's going to be different. Mm. I'm really, I'm hoping it's not, like there were parts of the Suicide Squad movie I really liked. And there were parts of it, and sort of a lot of it, I hate it. So I'm hoping he takes it more in the direction of, um, I think it's called Suicide Squad uh, Assault. Su- I thought it was just The Suicide Squad. No, that is, it's called The Suicide Squad. But I'm hoping it's sort of it's sort of in the tone of Assault on Arkham. I think mm. that was the name of that animated movie. Where it was sort of, it was crazy, but they were being serious. And it wasn't, like their craziness wasn't necessarily like jokes, 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 jokes. It was just sort of. These are who these people are. They're insane. They're murderers. They're killers. They're all these. They're criminals to the nth degree. They are. They're. They're just completely out of control. So I want to see if that's the direction he takes in it, and that's kind of what I hope he does. Mm. I'm also curious to see. I really just don't hope it's like the DC version of the Guardians movies because that would be very disappointing. Well, it could be interesting if that was a version where instead of trying to play a bunch of people who are trying to reform themselves, you have people who know the fact that they're assholes. And they stick to that and they play that up, which I think could be played up for a lot of laughs and a lot of good action. I'm also curious to see what they're going to do with, um, what is the guy's name? Robert Pattinson, right? Oh, yes. I'm curious to see what they're going to do with the Batman. I'm, I don't know. I have, I've been purposely trying to not hear a lot about it because I kind of just want to, I want them to tell me a date. I'll buy a ticket and then I'll, if, if, if by the time it comes out, we can go to movie theaters. I'll buy a ticket and I'll go Hopefully. see it. So I'm, I'm curious to see what news they have about the Batman. I think I, when I was reading the article, I think they said something about the Flash. I don't know how that movie's going to get out of production hell. Maybe. Can I, I'm also excited to see if they introduce, if they say, hey, we're going to make our Green Lantern Corps movie. Also, is it Core or Corp? I've always wanted that. I know, because I know people say Core, but it's always spelled C-O-R-P. You don't pronounce the P. I, I, and I always thought that was weird. It's like, why is the P there then? Point is, There's I want- so many. Why is the G in Gnome? Why? That's a great Why question. Why is the K in knife? Knife. That's how you say it, Bray. Knife. It's knife. Knife. It's knife. Oh, wow. So it's supposed to be Green Lantern Corp. <laughs> like a corp. Whatever. But I'm Go curious ahead. to see. But I'm curious to see what they talk about in Green. Hopefully, they bring up Green Lantern Corps. Um, Can we just get Wonder Woman 1984, please? I'm, they're going to talk about that as well, and I don't know how they're going to handle that. I don't know. I'm because it was pretty much set to release already. Right? Yeah. Oh, but yeah, it was set to release in what I think June or something like that. Yeah. So, but what I'm curious to see is what direction they take it. Are they still hell bent on saying no? We're going to get it in theaters whenever that happens, or are they going to go, "Hey, we have a streaming service with either HBO Max or whatever." So, do you think they're going to go down the um... Mulan route? Yeah, I'm. I wish they would. It would give me a reason to buy HBO Max because right now I have no reason. What they have the Boondocks? What are you talking about? 
they had well, I, I watched a video about what um what happened with, with JD um, and I'm like I'm not sure I really don't want to support that nonsense so I'm kind of I don't I don't exactly know what happened so I'm, I watched the whole hour and 48 minute video and that is why I don't know exactly what's so gonna happen because I'm, I'm curious because I because his his father meant something to me because he was in a lot of stuff that entertained me yeah and so I and I looked at this as an opportunity for him to sort of continue that legacy so but J- they kind of like shut him out yes yeah, so that's why mm. I'm sort of that's where I'm like, I really don't want to support I mean, you can, that type of behavior. Uh, you can support it. You at least like the boondocks that exist already. You can still support it because in a way you're still keeping up the legacy of John Witherspoon, R.I.P. But um yeah, I guess like you don't necessarily have to watch the reboot. And I'm not really Okay, into- well think about it this way. Support Regina King, okay? okay. Support See, the legend like, that is known Regina as King, Regina yes. King. That's a very good point. Support our could be auntie. Okay, okay, Brie. What? It's like Martin Luther King was our uncle. Oh my, we're not doing <laughs> so this. So was Regina King. We're not, no, stop. We're not doing going down that path. We don't We don't know about Larry King, though. That's different. But the point is, <laughs> <laughs> so, but my point is, Wonder Woman 1984, I'm, if they put it on HBO Max, that would give me a reason to have HBO Max. And if I'm, and that might just get, that's part of the reason why I think they're putting um, the Snyder Cut on um, HBO Max, because I want to give people a reason to go there. And I think that would be a reason for me to go well, invest in they, HBO property, because I don't want to rewatch uh, Game of Thrones. I can't rewatch Game of Thrones, because I binged all of it at one point in time, and then I, saw, and then I saw the finale, and I don't want to see it again. So I really have nothing, I don't really, I guess after Game of Thrones, I really don't want to fuck with um, HBO anymore. Is my point. I mean, okay, but HBO still has Insecure and things like that. Yes, but it's it's sort of support black women, Daniel. The point I I wish those I would support them if they were on another channel. And plus, I are you that are you seriously that hurt about Game of Thrones? I I kind of am because I got really invested to it really quickly, and then when it ha- ended the way it did, it was like, oh god. Oh, but like Insecure has gotten so much better. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it's been I've good, seen, but I've, like it's not that I haven't watched it. It's just I don't really want to support HBO anymore. And plus, I have to pay for HBO, which I don't want to do. So it's a lot of me not liking HBO and me being a broke bitch. So it's sort of two things of the same coin. But so again, if with 1984, if that goes on HBO Max, maybe I would sort of forgive them and say, okay, let me watch HBO or what? let me watch uh, Wonder Woman 1984 in there. The other two I'm interested in is what's happening with Dwayne's movie, Black Adam. I'm... I'm only going to call him Dwayne. I'm never going to refer to him as the whole thing. There's uh, so many Dwayne's that you could be talking about. I said we Black Adam. That's enough. We went this already. We went through this already, but go yes. ahead. So I'm interested to see what's happened with Black Adam because Black Adam's been something. He's been announced to play Black Adam for years now. I think Yeah, little, 2015. I think has, is it only 2015? I feel like it's been longer than that. That's because 2020 feels like it's been eight years all wrapped into eight months. Oh, it, it, oh, it is. But So I'm excited to see if there's any news about Black Adam at all. Because I'm sure they haven't been able to get into production unless they started it last well, year. Black Adam is um, what's his name's arch nemesis, right? Yeah, Shazam. Yeah, so like, wouldn't he just come out in Shazam too? If they're making a Shazam, 2? no, they're giving Black Adam his own movie because oh. because in some parts of the Black Adam storylines, he has been an antihero. Mm. So I don't know if they're going to present him as the antihero because I or they're going to present him as the villain that is um Black Adam. Wouldn't it make more sense to introduce him in um? Shazam 2 and then spin off to a Black Adam movie or is that TV? WB and DC don't make sense half the time. So if then why if be invested in any of that? Listen, if Bree, I ha- I at this point I have a tattoo, Bree. I have a tattoo. You're looking at it. I've already invested enough. I at this point there's no going back. Okay. So excited. Are you telling me about the event? 
Or just in DC I, in general? No, I was telling you about the things that they mentioned in the event. Oh, okay. So those, but those are the things I'm excited for. I'm really, I just, for me, when it comes to DC, I'm just really such a fanboy of it. I want to see the direction they're taking it. And hopefully they've been releasing some good movies. Um, their past couple of releases, Shazam, Aquaman, uh, Joker, and uh, Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn, Ooh, whatever. Some the- of those are debatable. None of them are debated. They're all good movies. Harley, I'm sorry, Birds of Prey, not great. Birds, um, of, Birds of Prey was a Aquaman, great film that no one saw. Very overrated. Aquaman, yes, I do agree, but it's still a good movie. But the point is, I'm okay. they've been doing better, and I want to see them continue because those are those are more of the characters I connected with, right? Those are the characters that me, you, and Dad would watch when Ju- when Justice League was on the air and Justice League Unlimited was on the air. Oh, I love those so, shows. So, rem- so those I should go the- back and watch that. I, I I agree. Trust me, I have. I rewatch. I know. I used to watch them all the time when those were when they were on Netflix. But since are they, they not on Netflix anymore? No, because I'm pretty sure they should be on a the DC streaming service. Oh yeah, you're right. They are on DC. I know what I'm doing tonight after we're done with filming or not filming, but recording the podcast. I'm gonna watch DC uh, Just League Unlimited. I have. I don't think. Is there anything else that you, is there something that you would be excited for coming from DC, Brie? Outside of Wonder Woman, 1984. Yes. Harley Quinn. Oh, they are talking about the Harley Quinn uh, TV series as well. So I don't. Maybe they're going to talk about some of the plans that they have for season four. Now that uh, season three, they yeah, just wrapped up season two. No, you see, you're right. Season three. So I'm curious to see what they're going to do for season three. Uh, now that I guess uh, Harley and Ivy have been officially shipped and it's now canon. So, wow. Okay. So I'm curious to see what how that relationship goes, and because that was one of those relationships, we're like, yeah, just do it already, guys. Stop with this. Will they? Won't they? Just do it. So I'm also, if you hear kids in the background, um, there are people running outside Daniel's apartment. So I can't think if there's anything else that I'm. I mean, I'm personally not a huge, at least not in the way that you are. I'm more part. I guess like more in the way you are, more partial to Marvel than you are than Get I out. am to DC. Get out. We don't support Marvel in here. We were just talking about Marvel. It's, it's in this place, Bree. Get out. Okay, bye. Wait, wait, Bree. We got to finish the podcast now. Come on. Don't, don't leave me here. I need then don't you. Don't tell me to kick me. Don't uh, kick me out in I, the middle of recording. Bree, I love you. I need you. Cool. I can't do this. Why do you say ill when I say I love you? Because you're doing it in the fake romantic. I love you. You say it's so creepy. Like I want to feel you. You know who you sound like? You sound like that turd what? on South Park. Oh, uh, Mr. Hanky or... Is that, is, is that what his name is? I think it's Mr. Hanky, yes. Yeah, that's what you sound like. I would be offended if Mr. Hanky wasn't funny. I would be very offended, but I actually enjoy... I love the fact that they were able to make um, people care about a turd. Only South Park. Oh, only South Park. Only South Park. I don't think Speaking of it things, gets the credit it deserves, but go ahead. Speaking of things, only in certain locations, Bree. We have a wonderful story. So at the end of every episode of the podcast, we would like to finish off each episode with a story called, or a segment called This Week In and Story Time. So this week in blank, we're going, we're taking a trip to good old reliable Florida for our weird news of the week. So Brie. Our typical or the typical uh, Florida man story. Exactly. So Brie, there was a wonderful story. Or let, me not, let me say one, not wonderful. There was an interesting story about a man who has the worst luck in the world when it comes to animals, right? So this man. What Florida man gator story do you have? So this man, Brie, was bitten by an alligator and a spider. I've been bitten by a spider. <laughs> Listen, Brie, as someone who's arachnophobic, I understand the spider thing. I hate them. And I get, if I get bit by one like I have been, I go on a war path against all spiders for at least a, six what, years. Well, you don't want to turn into Spider-Man? That's not how that works, Brie. It's really <laughs> not how that works at all. I, 
Trust me, I thought about it, but then I had one spider lay eggs in my finger that I had to get removed. Oh. Yes, it happened. So trust me, my hatred for spiders is well-based. Wait, eggs in your finger? Yes, I had, they laid eggs in my finger and I had to remove, get it removed at, uh, by a nurse. So back to this man who got bitten by a spider instead. And a gator. And an alligator too, this poor guy. But guess what, Brie? Three times the charm. Because you know what bit him next? A, a lion. A beautiful lemon shark. An eight-foot lemon shark decided- A lemon shark? A lemon shark. That is a thing. Lemon shark. Do, 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 do. Lemon shark. Do, do, do. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So this man, <laughs> you know how they said run away in, the, in that song, Brie? He couldn't really do that because this sort of, this lemon shark decided, let me take a chunk out of his leg. Yikes. But luckily for him, because he's used to this kind of- fucked up shit happening to him he he gets his family away he survives so that's why it's okay but it's just things like this in florida in these florida stories where it makes me go i will never move to florida because i don't want to be florida man and fill in the blank of random thing that happens to him got bitten by a gator and then ran all the way to walmart so he can go back and shoot it or something like that it it wouldn't bother it wouldn't always, be the weirdest here's thing here's the thing with the florida Florida man, Florida woman stories. It always has something to do, you know, like I said, Florida man or Florida woman and a gator and a Walmart. Always something ridiculous and violent that involves a gator or some other animal and a Walmart. What is it in that state? <laughs> what is going on in that state? Listen, Bridge, it's something in the water where crazy people attract crazy things and then just crazy stuff happens. So maybe not every week we're going to have a This Week in Florida story, but we figured since we're debuting the segment, it just made sense to do a This Week in Florida where a man just has the shittiest luck when it comes to animals in the animal kingdom. Hopefully there's not a fourth time, Brie, because I don't know what It'll else. It'll definitely can... be like a cheetah or a lion or something well, like I, that. I would think it'd be something that's more in the wild. So maybe. You, you know never what? know. It could be like some escaped uh, zoo animal. That would be the worst. Oh, what if it's one of the tigers from What's Her Nation's, uh, what's that woman's farm? <laughs> Are you talking what? about Tiger King? Yes, but the woman, the Carol. <laughs> Carol Baskin. What if one of her tigers escapes and bites him? That would be the you worst luck. You will see um, Joe Exotic escape from whatever whatever jail he's sitting in right now. Like, I told y'all about that b- Carol Basket. I told y'all. Joe here trying to get another one. <laughs> and another one. That's all it is. That's all it is. All right. So we're wrapping up. We have a-, a story time. Yes, we do. We have a story time. And it's, Brie, have you ever been to a gay bar? I'm pretty sure I have at one point. Okay. So I've been to a few, but I'm going to tell you the story of my first one. I don't think I've ever told you the story. Do I want to know? Do I want to see you in this light? Oh, yes, you do, Bray. It's going to be fun. So I was going to Philadelphia. This is where the story takes place about five, five, six years ago, right? I was going to Philadelphia for an AIS conference. AIS is the American Institute of Architecture Students. There's a There's a professional chapter called AIA, which is the American Institute of Architects. So there's the connection there. So we're doing this um, this regional conference. So the AIS is broken up into multiple uh, regions, south, uh, southeast, uh, west, midwest, and northeast, right? Going to the University of Hartford, we were in the northeast, so that's the conference we went to. So we're at this conference. We, settle, we drive there day of. We're settling in. 
and the uh and the region um what was his title like i guess the region president is what he was he was a student but he was like the president of the region for ais he says hey guys we rented out this we rented out this um bar you guys should meet us there later tonight we're like cool whatever so we that sounds sketch but go ahead no no it was fine so we speed up to the so we speed up to dinner we have dinner we go you guys want to go to that club sure let's go so we start walking mind you at this point i don't think any of us knew that it was a gay bar i know specifically i didn't know so maybe it's someone i was whiffed good for them i was it was all a shock to me so we get there and i go I get there, they check us all out, right? I'm like, okay, whatever, no big deal. I'm not. I'm thinking, I'm not fake, having any thoughts of, oh, I'm going, this is my first gay bar experience. So I walk in, I go, all right, he's gay. He's definitely gay. He's gay. They're, the two of those women are gay. That's important, those two women who are, who are lesbians. That'll come and play later. So, everyone, so I'm like, oh, where? So it dawns on me almost immediately, oh, shit, we're in a gay bar. Oh, shit, we're in a gay bar. What the hell? Okay, sure. So we. So what do you do when you first, when you go to your first gay bar break? What drink do you think I bought? A martini. What type of martini, though? A green apple martini. Exactly. Wow. First thing I did was I bought, first thing I did was buy a, a green apple martini. And the bartender laughs at me. And I go, what's funny? He said, is this your first time in a gay, in a gay bar? I said, yeah. What about it? He's like, yeah, I, had, I knew it was your first time because nobody who's been here more than once buys an apple teeny. He's like, that's that pussy shit. We don't drink that in here. Wow. He literally said it to me. I was like, oh, did I offend him? He's, he's like, no, you just, he's like, you, you're just new here. We're going to wisen you up. Oh, right? gosh. And so the regional president comes down to meet us. He's like, hey, we bought this VIP or we rented out this VIP area upstairs. So we all go upstairs. It's like, okay, well, no big deal. And so mind you, the lower part of the Barbary was basically just people in like regular part going out clothes. So it wasn't like anything that would make you go, oh shit, this is really a gay bar. It's like, okay, you can tell they're gay, but it's not a big deal. So you go upstairs and they're in this typical sort of nightclub setup. You know, you got the LED walls, you got the speakers on one wall. The DJ, you can see him from the other side of the room, and he's over here yelling, but he's yelling about nothing. And so we're like, okay. So I'm sitting there, we're going through our thing, and I start noticing these uh, servers walking around, right? And so I've been in multiple nightclubs in multiple countries. This is the first time and only time, really, I've ever seen a nightclub in which the servers are basically these really well-built men in Speedos. I didn't know there were servers in nightclubs. You need to go to more nightclubs, Brie. So, I don't. I really don't. You do. I don't. <laughs> don't get away from the story, Brie. Let, let, let me breathe. Let me say my piece, Brie. Let me speak my truth, okay? Can I've I, been going back to the subject. Can I do that? Let me speak my truth. So we go into so we go up to the space. We're talking so everyone's dancing, everyone's having a good time. And so I want a drink. And so I flag down one of these guys. He's like, I ask him how much the drink. He says $15. For some reason, I said, sure. And he, I gave it to him, drank it. Next thing you know. So we start chatting up. Me, me and this guy start chatting up. I was sitting in front of the LED board with, with this guy, with one of the servers and two of my friends. So the two, so we're just sitting there. We're talking. My two friends, they start talking amongst themselves. So I'm start talking to the guy. Right. So as we're talking and talking, I'm going, the thought starts creeping into my mind. Do I want to fuck this guy? I'm not sure. I think I do, but I think. That escalated quickly. Oh, I'm sh- yeah, trust me. It, it, the conversation was long enough for the thought to creep in. So I'm going, okay, maybe I do. So we walk. He says, I'll, I'll come back. He goes off, starts serving more drinks, whatever. Comes back. I buy another $15 drink. So now, I forgot to say that the Apple Teeny was about 10 bucks, And now we're, what, 20. $40 down? What? Because I bought two shots, and then I had the Apple Teeny. So we're $40 in on drinks alone and just three drinks. So he comes back. We're talking anymore. It starts becoming flirtatious, right? And I start thinking, okay, it's not the, do I want to? It's, I know I want to. How can I make sure this happens? It wasn't a, it wasn't a drunk thing, Brady, because I always believe that alcohol doesn't make you something you're not. It makes you more of what you are, right? Oh. 
So it sort of reveals things to you that you may be repressing. This, huh. I guess the moral of the story, Brace, this is when I found out that I was I was leaning more towards being bisexual than I was straight. So that's sort of the thing you sort of realize, right? Huh. And so you keep, and so we keep talking. As I said, it gets flirtatious. There's, there's some rubbing of the legs, rubbing of the chest, things like that. But then as it looks like it was starting to get to the point where it's like, hey, give me your number. We'll call. We'll meet up later. What it is, yo. So, exactly as it gets to that point mm-hmm. my friends who are with said hey we're ready to go let's leave and so i tell them hey i'm in this i'm in town for four more days maybe we'll meet up later at a different time whatever so we get to ready to leave but we have a friend or uh, we have a friend who i would just call jc so that in case he ever listens to this he'll know i'm talking about him jc Bree is a guy who was known for getting drunk and ending up in random situations right a lot of people do so mind you i have been keep while i was talking to this the server i was kept in i was keeping an eye on him and he was talking to two dudes mm-hmm. this entire time and that's important for another reason for a reason later so as we're leaving we all get outside we're like all right you guys ready to go sure we're like hey where's jc we're all looking around going where'd he go so one of my friends he goes back into the bar to go find jc he go he goes to find him he, he finds him brings him outside mm-hmm. now he's he's complaining while drunk going Oh my God, I was talking to these really hot lesbians. They were down for a threesome, yada, yada, yada. They were the same lesbians lesbians I saw on the way. I, I figured. Yes. So he's talking. He's like, oh, I talked to them. I'm like, I literally was watching you most of the night. No, you didn't. You never talked to them. You were talking to two dudes who probably want to run a train on you. <laughs> but he's like, no, they were two lesbians. Trust me, I'm going back. And so he flies off back into the nightclub, right? Flies back off in the nightclub. We're all going, all right, rock, paper, scissors. Who has to go get them? All right. I, I won. I didn't have to go. So one, the friend who went to go find him in the first place had to go back because he lost. So now at this point, JC, we're bringing, he's out the nightclub and we're basically having to restrain him from going back. And I'm like, he's not stronger than me, but he feels um. like he's getting stronger because of the alcohol. So we're pulling him back. He's like, no, I need to talk to these girls. I need to talk to these girls. They were down, man. They were down. I said, they were down with each other. They're lesbians for a reason. They don't want your dick. <laughs> So we're pulling him back. We're pulling him back. Eventually, we were able to convince. We pulled him. We kept. We had to hold him back, Bree, for about four blocks. Four full city blocks. How thirsty do you have to be? He, I think he was more dehydrated than thirsty, Bree. Parched. So, no, dehydrated. That's what alcohol does. You, you should know, because I think you're going to tell a story that I'm going to force you to tell. I'm not telling that story. I'll tell the story myself. So we're, we held him back for four blocks. Eventually, he goes. All right, fine, whatever. Now he's gone from the drunk rage to like he's starting to really look like he's drunk. He can't really walk straight. So I'm holding him up. I'm like, okay, you're okay. Let's just get back to the hotel. So eventually we get back to the hotel, Bree, and we're all in the elevator. And JC's like leaning against the elevator wall going, yeah, it was a fun night, right, guys? We're like, yeah, it was fun. You're right. I'm fine, man. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I, I just really wish you guys let me go after those lesbians. They didn't want you, bro. So we get back to the hotel room, right? And we're all, and JC goes, guys, I'm not feeling right. I'm going to go get some water. And we're like, okay, fine. Go get some water. About 30 minutes later, Bree, he comes back. Or 30 minutes later, he hasn't come back yet. And so we go. So I leave the room. I go find him. Guess where he was? Right outside the door, Bree, with the room car key halfway into the slot. He's passed out on the floor in the middle of a hotel hallway with the room car key halfway in the slot. So we're like, okay, this is ridiculous. So we bring, what? so this speeded up the story. We bring him into the room, Bree. Uh huh. And we're like, are you all right? Are you all right? We're checking on him. We're making sure he's okay, but he's dozing all back and forth. He keeps saying I'm okay, but he keeps dozing off. So we thought, okay, maybe he's drunk. But then he stops not breathing a little bit, or we can't see him visibly breathing. So we're like, oh shit, please don't die. Please don't die. 
So the right. so the so you know how like you can drink for a long time and eventually if you keep drinking long enough, eventually you'll sober back up. We're now our hearts are racing, so now we sober back up and we're freaking out. We're going, oh my god, oh god, he's we can't have him die. Oh my god, we can't have him die. We're freaking out. This is remember, Bray, this is night one of this trip. Night one, and we're only thinking someone's gonna die. So he passes out. So he's passing out, he's sweating a lot. So we take his shirt off. We're like, we're trying to give him water. We're like, stay with me. Like, while my two other friends, they're trying to figure out what to do. I'm sitting there talking to him going, okay, come on, stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. He passes out. We all, he passes out. We all start freaking out because he's really not breathing visibly again. So, oh shit, he can't die on us. So the two of my friends are trying to get him to wake up. So my bright idea to sort of resuscitate him, Bree, mm -hmm. was to smack him on the back. But not just smack him on the back. It was like a baseball bat hitting a baseball and it was a 500 foot home run smack. Like, it was sort of like, if I could replicate this on the podcast, something that sounded like- Don't, don't. No, I'm going to do it. Something that sounded like this. Ow, I didn't really get- Hold on. It sounded- Ah, shit. Ow. It See, sounded, that's what you get. Why are you clapping in front of a mic? I know. Ow, it hurt. So, so I, you hit- So I hit him that hard, Bree. He wakes up. Everything's- Also, sorry to the people who may be listening to this with headphones on. I'm not sorry. So he- so he wakes up, he so, we sort of get him settled down, he's breathing normally again. And so he, everyone goes to sleep, everyone relaxes. He gets he wakes up the next morning and he's like, "What is that stinging sensation on my back?" Right now it's 10 hours later by the time he wakes up. He turns around, looks in the mirror with his back turned to it and sees my full handprint, Bree. My full handprint on the middle of his back. And he's like, "Who the hell hit me?" I'm like, "I I hit you." He said, "Why the fuck did you hit me?" Because I was I thought you were dead, man. I freaked out. I didn't know what you wanted me to do. I hit you. And so he's like, "Oh my you god." Could have died, by the way. He's like, "Oh man, it still hurts." I'm like, "I'm That could have made it so much worse." It's like, "I'm kind of not sorry because you're alive still." So I'm going to say my slap worked. It probably didn't, but I'm going to say it did anyway. And so, long story short, after all that Bree, after my slap his after I slapped him, my handprint, Bree, stayed on his back. For four days. I hit him so hard that my hand pressed it on his back. And it wasn't bruised or anything. It was still red. Like it was fresh. So my... I slapped him four days ago, and four days later, my handprint was just going away. It's, and after that point, we have oh, no one has ever wanted to high five me who knows this story because they're always because they're always afraid that I'm gonna slap them as hard as I slapped him. I won't. But but Bree, all that to be said, that was my first time at a gay bar. The entire night leading up, to, the entire night after and during my night at the gay bar, I found out that I'm pro that I'm bisexual. And I also found out that I have a slap that can kill an uh, elephant. Any questions? I just hope your father doesn't hear this. Dad already knows, Bree. It's not a big deal. Oh, he does? Yes. So I'm, I'm surprised he hasn't heard. I can't believe Dale did it. He already it. did. It doesn't matter. Point is, we have already. that is how I found all this stuff out. That was my first experience at a gay bar. Again, not the last, but it was definitely the funniest one to me. Fascinating. Thanks, Bree. Wait, thanks for no-selling my story. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope you. I'm glad you're getting your chuckles because you know you're telling a story next week. I'm not telling a story. You're telling us. I told you I have an exceedingly dull life. You're telling nothing a story, Bree. Nothing noteworthy. Listen, Bree, I, I don't have enough stories to sustain us, so you need to say some stories. I don't have any stories at yes, all. Yes, you do. Just no, find one. You got one. I don't. Bree, we're not going to keep arguing on this. Thanks for listening to this episode of This Is Why We Can't Get On the Podcast. Make sure you leave a rating and review and subscribe to hear more. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at CJ Pod. Stay blessed and we'll see you next week.